rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello world, this is Wastelands. I am Adam Obscene and with me as always is the mighty, mighty, munchy Marco Mark. <laughs> hey Adam, hey listeners, great to be with you tonight. Uh, shall I play the trailer, Marco? Play it. Sweetwater, a new and inviting desert community. Violation! This is going to be a great day. Filled with kind and loving families. But I am your stepson. I don't know. I treated you like it was, didn't I? With mature and responsible teenagers. And then, one day... Did you hear something? Something odd appeared. Exactly what they are is uncertain. I'm South American cockroach, Dad. I'm out of here. Their origins are somewhat hazy. It's an alien. Amigo? Maybe an illegal alien. And while their manner can be quite charming... He's so cute. Can't we take him out of the bag now? Their habits can be a little bizarre. Paul, not so rough. I haven't done anything yet. Gross! <laughs> but you... Munchie, starring Harvey Corman from the creator of Little Shop of Horrors. Mm, the creator of Little Shop of Horrors, which would be Roger Corman, starring Harry Corman, and it is Munchie's 1987. Uh, My God, this was so good. Munchies. I'm really looking forward to this ad. This, this is one of yours. Uh, last week we had one of mine, but this is one of yours. So let's start with you, ads. Give us a lowdown. All right, so Munchie's... Um I guess let's set the scene in 1987. The world was like a different place, but it had changed somewhat because in 1984, a little movie called Gremlins had come out. Mm-hmm. And then Gremlins was a bit of a, I guess it was a bit of a um, watershed moment where horror was like made a little bit more digestible for the mainstream. And it was sort of like the first part of the almost family friendly horror we've spoken about how we had like ghostbusters and stuff like that um munchies came out as a shameless like not even trying to hide it knockoff of gremlins and, we'll, yep. and a little bit later on we'll go on to the factoids of like just how shameless that is but it came out at a time when there was a bunch of like critter style movies gremlins was mm-hmm. then you had critters clearly you had um ghoulies which was a lot more brutal and i've got a story about ghoulies which we can share i think we've shared before um hobgoblins which was total crap um and then munchies and munchies like i said was a it was a um i think because it was trying because it was wasn't trying to be something original that it was actually being a gremlins film <laughs> yeah yeah it, it kind of is great in its own sense um i my story about this i've we've alluded to this in the past um mm-hmm. we sent um it was even mum or dad i can't remember down to the video shop to get gremlins mm-hmm. and she came back with munchies um <laughs> And we've used that on this show as the exa- the perfect example of the exploitation VHS cover story where, you know, like oh, yeah. you get sucked in by the cover. Um, funnily enough, just talking about that um, this week, Marco, I checked in with mum and just went, hey, 
what was that about? <laughs> yeah. she, um, Why'd you bring home munchies? And 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 funnily enough, never actually because as kids you just get what you're given and you know, sure. watch it. And and to be honest, we really it was really great and started a lifelong love affair with this film. Um, mm. But she told us that when she went in, there was no Gremlins left, like they were all rented, oh, yeah. rented out, and the shop clerk actually recommended munchies with the exact line of saying it's just as good <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, mm. had he seen it who mm. knows yeah so um excuse me so that was kind of funny oh, that was back great. in the day. so that was before chain video stores too so this was still ma and pa video shop you know, oh yeah you know, were you disappointed when 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 you looked at the box yeah, look, to be honest, we were disappointed it wasn't Gremlins, but then about, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest, when when it started, it, 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 it's a good quality film. It's not cheaply it is. done. Um, yeah, no. It's visually very appealing to young eyes. Like for a nine, uh, yeah. ten-year-old, it's actually quite, like, um, great in that sense. Absolutely. Um, so it's it, very fun. So I think, yeah, it was... And looking back at it now, it's it, it's still fun, but you sort of fun in a different way because it is so janky. So <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it, it's pretty all over the place. I, I loved it, man. I'd never heard of it until you mentioned it, and uh, then it was yeah, we had to bite the bullet and watch it this week. So I watched it, and uh, for the first time, I loved it, man. My first impression of it was um, if John Waters had made Gremlins. That's that's exactly what I felt this uh, movie was. Like the I guess the premise of this this Lawson is so we can set it up because then it'll really help us if we draw the picture around like yes it is like Gremlins, but it's there's a couple of elements in there which I think the director tried to make a point of difference with the subject matter they had. Um and it will help explain the John Waters um comment too. So the main uh character is uh What's his name again? <laughs> Paul Waterman and Cecil That's it, Waterman. Paul. Uh, Cecil is the dad, played by Harvey Corman, and he is like I, th- I think they call him a space archaeologist. <laughs> it's like yeah, looking, looking for signs of alien life in the r- ruins of ancient civilizations in Peru, and he's wise cracking wannabe stand-up comedian son Paul is brought mm-hmm. along for the line, light ride. And they discover this space cockroach um, in the, well, as they call it, in one of the mines um, mm-hmm. with the whole heap of, you know, bullshit space mythology around on the hydroglyphics on the walls. They stuff it into a duffel bag and go back to the States, um, thinking yep. that he, you know, old Cecil is going to make good on this uh, find and launch his book career. Um, yeah, Charlie has a girlfriend, Cindy, who is waiting for him back, and they go home. And this is a bit where I allude to where the the director had a crack at trying to create, and that's Tina Hirsch had to had a crack at trying to deliver deliver something a little d- bit deeper. Harvey Corman um, plays Cecil Waterman. He also plays his evil twin brother. <laughs> Oh, is it both the same actor? It's the same actor, dude. Like, oh man! But one's just got a really great wig on, like yeah. a Buffon Elvis yeah. Presley sort of wig. Yeah. So he's playing. So and he and he's like a used car salesman, snack food in dude. And um, yeah. And I guess the thing is that the that evil brother 
he wants to buy the land to expand his business or something like that and bail him out of problem. So that you've got this duality of a good brother and an evil brother. And I think it's interesting when you talk about the munchies. Now, the munchies will, much like in Gremlins, they duplicate, but they duplicate when they've decapitated or chopped in half. Hence, mm-hmm. Arnold, the good munchie, got chopped in half and had a bunch of evil siblings. Yep. So I think because they, he attacked, he got cut in half by uh, dude, dude, <laughs> the dude, the, the um, dude. <laughs> yeah, the the burnout, Grateful Dead stoner, um, you know, typecast late eighties, you know, Burning Man kind of attendee, really, wasn't he? In and, a way, and he was yeah. So he was the. I'm just trying to dig. Through, I can't find what the brother's name was um, in the movie. It's sort of in my head in, but yeah, dude was the stepson of yeah. Of um the evil evil twin brother, um, yeah. So the rules basically are: don't chop him in half. They're, the the munchies are always really placid and less attacked, and then they mm-hmm. become uh, brutal. So it's like Mogwai Gremlin sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the John Waters to lip it back around um, is the house that the twin brother lives in. Is so mm-hmm. over the top, like oh, you know, it's checkers it's, it's, and oh, yeah, fluoro. it's Candyland. <laughs> it's so brightly coloured, and the hair is big, and the wigs are fake, and the moustaches are skinny, and it, it's a feast for the eyes. Like a John Waters movie is a crazy feast for the eyes, it's, but this one's a bit more PG thirteen plus. You know, it's actually. Um, it's it's actually really hilarious because it's like the worst parts of the eighties put into mm-hmm. a house in a new uh, estate in, in this new estate in the de- is in the desert like there's no in the grass. desert yeah it's yeah. Like hilarious it's such a it's a surreal thing Simon Waterman was the name of the evil twin brother I finally oh yeah it. cool cool um, so. Anyway, so there's so there's lots of these visuals like you've got the OTT eighties house, you've got mm-hmm. the weird ice. There's a weird ice cream shop that the munchies go into, and the costumes oh, yeah. in their ice cream shop are really great. Yes, um, like an ice cream shop in the middle of the desert. Yeah, so good. It's like raked gravel out the front in the dust with a couple of chairs, and there's like yeah. two, legally not high enough little shack that's an ice cream shop in the middle of nowhere. I love it. Oh, it's great. Um, really good. Drive through a drive through restaurant um, uh, attended in purely by little people. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like. Love it, man. Love it. Um, and, a th- and the world's first 32 hole mini golf course. Oh, that Simon Woodman opens. And he states in this movie, which I think is hilarious, he says, they said I was crazy when I'd said I was going to open a 32-hole mini golf course, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Absolutely. Oh, man. Look, my, my fa- I just wanted to chuck in my favorite quote from it. And I think I reckon this kind of sums up the whole movie. No one kills my tropical fish and gets away with it. Oh, yes. That's- because the, the trop- when the munchies go sideways <laughs> in the house. So basically, I think we jumped over that, but Simon um, Waterman did. steals the munchie from Arnold from um, Paul and Cindy whilst they're having sleazy teenage good times upstairs. He, he, uh-huh. Simon and Dude jump in, steal, steal Arnold, the munchie, take him over to the <laughs> 80s explosion household, which kind of looks a little bit like a licorice all sort when I think of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it does. It does. It's exactly that yeah, it's color like, It's like black and... And fluoro and super, super, super candy-assed. Um, yeah. 
and so like so they try to take you know and then dude is left to look after arnold and then dude not very well arnold and the, what i find funny is that this little alien thing is meant to be the meal ticket to everybody and as mm-hmm. soon as like dude gets annoyed with it he just tries to kill it <laughs> yeah yeah, it's like he's mean to it the minute and uh, the minute an adult leaves, he's mean to the munchie. It's like it's like, dude, come on, dude. Yeah, um, come on, man. So basically, then the rest of the film is the <laughs> um, munchies being chopped up, divided, and getting beat more and more of them, and then going through a series of pretty lame um, clone copy. Escapades, oh, yeah. escapades yeah. of what the gremlins did in yep. with with but on the budget that they had like yeah these munchies are not they're effectively non-posable hand puppets that sort of <laughs> like get moved around and go eh, 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 eh. Um, oh they're great i love their little voices they're so cute Marco, should I quickly should we quickly dive into um, some factoids because these factoids oh, are very poignant? Um, yeah, please. Now, now we talked about how the, this is a this is a proud card bearing member of the Gremlins ripoff society, um, mm-hmm. and here's some reasons why. The director Tina Hirsch mm-hmm. was actually the editor on Gremlins. Ah. Uh, oh. She knows what she's doing then. Absolutely. So that was like Roger Corman going, you know, Roger Corman is known in B worlds for just like cashing in on the big things. He was doing mock, mm-hmm. mockbusters before mockbusters were a thing. Oh yeah. So um, the other, other link to um, Gremlins is that the actor, voice actor, Frank Weckler, who did the voice of Stripe in the evil gremlin in Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Striper. Yeah. half Stripe. the voices of the munchies. Cool. So, oh, that's, so Their voices are great. So that's it. And it's funny because you've got like a Groucho Marx voice and you've got like a, you know, a, a South American voice and you've got a yeah. Cheech and Chong dude. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> some, They're funny little personalities. Oh, yeah, so funny. Um so in the end, they um, they multiply. Um, the only way you can get rid of them is the, you can't. You only you can't. The only way you can kill them is electrocuting them, and then they turn into stone statues again. They smash the statues. So that's the spoiler there for that. Lost and sorry about that. Um, they have um, a couple of really clear standout Easter egg moments um, mm-hmm. when uh, Simon uh, Simon's trophy wife is. They're sitting in that weird delivery truck she's reading world weekly news um, magazine oh. and on the cover of the magazine it says gremlins yes love um, that there's uh the car that um the munchies mm. escape in which is dude's car which is yeah. the same model of car that wayne and garth have in wayne's world yeah is actually an american motors gremlin that's, yeah, the, that's cool. the model and the and did it's you see what car. the num- did you see what the number plate was no i didn't see the number plate. the number plate says oh gizmo Ah, yeah, that's cool. Nice Easter egg. Yeah, so that's a that's a, that's a stand up Easter egg. That one. Um, oh, I found. I just want to chuck in. I found another Easter egg ad mm-hmm. uh, during the car chase scene. The gremlins driving the gremlin. You know they they push the um, the motor- motorcyclists off the road. And they jump off the bridge. One of those uh, bikers is wearing a Motorhead or Gasmatron shirt. Nice. See, that's a, yeah, that's my that's my contribution. All right, so, that's a wastelands okay. Easter egg. 
Uh, it really is. So, Matt, the other uh, Easter egg, which is not really um, Munchies related or Gremlins related, but Nadine Vandervelt, who played Cindy, who you said before was an excellent actor, which she really was. She carried she the is. film perfectly. For um, sure. She was actually in Critters as well. Oh, that's great. Oh, we love Critters. We'll have to talk about that sometime as well. So, um, you were saying before that these type of movies have some, generally have one or two standout actors. Mm-hmm. And she definitely carried this film, right? Agreed. Yeah, she was fantastic. So that was pretty cool. Um, I got, I've got two things I want to do before we wrap this up, um, and it's about the. Ta- I've got a little game that we want to play, and it's called Munchies or Gremlins. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the bit mark where I will read out a tagline from either of those two movies, and you have to pick which one it's from. Okay. All right. Clever, cute, mysterious, mischievous, intelligence, or dangerous? Gremlins. Yes, you're correct. Oh, okay. All right. One to me. They're cute, they're cuddly, and they're out for blood. Oh, fuck. That's munchies. Oh, yes, nice. Just, oh. just when you thought it was safe to raid the fridge. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh... I'm going to go Gremlins on that one. No, it's munchies. Um, and what you what you see isn't always what you get. Okay. I'm going to call munchies on that one. No, it's Gremlins. So, <laughs> so this is this my point. is That played out perfectly, dude. That was exactly my point, is that the, the movies were pitched to the same audience and those taglines are interchangeable. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. I love munchies. Munchies. So good. All right. One quick thing. Body count. Body count. Um, There was only two kills in this movie. Oh. All right. So I don't think that's even worth trying to work out the kills per minute. That's just like. Body count. Body count. Um, So that was really it. I don't think I've got much more to say except for munchies is a fun ride. It has aged Badly and beautifully because it is an 80s film that is yeah. unashamedly 80s. Yeah, absolutely. There's some films that go point in time 80s and you go, oh, that's age. But, the, but I think what the beauty of this is that uh, the director has actually gone, I'm going to take all the cheesiness of middle America 80s mm-hmm. and just put it on the screen in hyper technicolor. Oh, absolutely. So it almost it- operates like a time capsule, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. For if if you were, you know, thirteen to seventeen or twelve to seventeen when this movie came out, you'd be pretty stoked to see it. Now I kind of class it as like if you ha- if you're a if you want to be the cool uncle or the cool aunt, and you've got like a late teens niece or nephew and they're over for the weekend, put this banger on and blow their little minds because it is silly, it's outrageous, it's colourful. And, like, it, it's hella goofy, but you're dead right, man. It is definitely a time capsule of this time. And actually, a really good one, too. Like, Gremlins, E.T., like, there's that top tier, but we are really doing what we always do in dealing with the uh, the B-grade undercurrent here. Yeah. It just happens to be that this one is a really good one. If you want to show your nieces, nephews, or kids what it was like for to be a kid in the 80s, this one has lots of touch points. There's a video store in it. 
has a dude listen to the vinyl. It's you know got the classic burger joint. It's got um, mini golf. It's got an ice cream shop. Like go and show this film to the Munchkins, and then go and do some of those things. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. All it needed That's was a good idea. all it needed was a drive-in, and it would have been like bang on spot like, on. My yeah, my nineteen eighty-seven. Um, yeah, so, it's a lot of fun. So look, listeners, where. Um, pile driving towards the end of this episode um, <laughs> all right thank you for uh joining me on this uh, trip down memory lane marco uh and just always remember when you send your mama home over mama to ho- from home to go and get gremlins and she comes back with munchies be thankful because sometimes you get a gem <laughs> sometimes you get a podcast out of it oh, it was a gem it was a, gem. It was a hidden gem thanks mum uh lost as you can catch us on all the social uh platforms at wastelands radio show uh go to wastelands.com.au to listen to the show direct or on the multiple podcast platforms that are out there in the world today just look for wastelands radio show um marco yes is there anything more you would like to add it's good night for me. And it's good night from him. It's over! It's finished!